Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 27 says, Consider the lilies and how they grow. They don't toil, neither do they spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass in the field, which exists today and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Don't ask what you will eat or what you will drink, neither be anxious. For the nations of the world seek after all of these things, but your Father knows that you need these things. Now, God here not only gives us verbal instruction on this matter, but he kind of sends us a picture postcard as an example, as proof, if you will, of his guarantee for us as his children. If we would just stop long enough to look around us, we would see what is the wonder and the harmony of his intricate care. In Romans chapter 1, verse 19 and 20, it says, Because that which is known of God is revealed in them, them being mankind. For God revealed it to them. For the invisible things of him since the creation of the world are clearly seen, being perceived through the things that are made, even his everlasting power and divinity, that they may be without excuse. So gang, God knows what we need. I mean, he made us after all. Even at the time of this writing, Jesus clearly saw that the nations of the world were both worrying and chasing after the physical cares and needs and pleasures. Yes, men have changed little in 2,000 years. So Jesus calls upon the redeemed to live with a peaceful heart. Yes, work with diligence reflecting his light of love. But ultimately, we need to trust him for the ultimate care and the direction of our lives. Verse 31 says, But seek God's kingdom, and all these things will be added unto you. Now, in my opinion, this is one of the greatest scriptural promises in all of the Bible. I think it's one of those verses that would serve us well to store away in our hearts and in our minds. Jesus puts his whole teaching on this matter in a little box here. He ties it up with a bow so that we all can take it home with us. So how does all this teaching fit together? What is the balance, if you will, of God's powerful oversight versus my human responsibility? What's the answer? Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first God's kingdom. Now that kingdom herein does not speak of just an eternal realm for the believer, one that we can look forward to living in one day. No, the kingdom of God is here today. It abides around us and in those of us that are his children. Our priorities and our focus as believers is to live boldly, without fear, within that kingdom realm and to place its care and its advancement above all else. That's what he's asking us herein. This is one of the foundational verses of the Christian faith. 
it is one that if we would practice this verse, we would well be well on our way to holy and dynamic living. But sadly, most see this verse as optional in the Christian life. Maybe idealistic ambition to aspire to. In truth, we usually seek first our own kingdom and its well-being. And sadly, we seem to ultimately lose both. Please note that no matter how hard we try, we will never find a middle road of faith. Despite the thousands that have attempted it, the concept is simply not a scriptural concept. It is not in his nature to compromise. You see, God wants all of us, every bit of us. Those who fail as believers fail because their ultimate denial of this verse. This is that proverbial smoking gun. Now, the original language goes so far as to describe this verb seek to mean, quote, to crave and strive after, end quote. I think that's an amazing description. In a religious world that wants to reject all the sweat and effort in Christianity, we want to get rid of that kind of archaic concepts. No, our our kingdom, if you will, today is solely found in air-conditioned padded pews and with our hands raised high in religious praise. Oh, how glad I am that Jesus did not come and seek to live such a kingdom. For, frankly, he would have never been taken to the cross and he never would have died. And, well, I still would be lost for eternity in my sin. Verse 32 of our sex text says, Don't be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Oh, how God longs to bless his kids. He wants us to be joyous and blessed. That doesn't mean that we will always be joyous and blessed or that he can always provide an atmosphere that is joyous and blessed. But he definitely wants us to be joyous and blessed. But his kingdom is a little slice of heaven here on earth. And we who are his live within that little kingdom. We so love the sound of this, verse 32, that we generally skip the context and we take a pass, of course, on the next verse, which ties to verse 32. Absolutely. It says, sell what you have and give gifts to the needy. Make for yourself purses which don't grow old, a treasure in the heavens that doesn't fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. Now again, as I've already said, the idea here is not to render believers penniless. That's not that's not what he's talking about here. It is given, however, so that believers see and answer the need to rid ourselves of any weight that would hamper our service unto him and hamper our enjoyment of his greater blessings. Frankly, most of us own just enough stuff and have just enough distractions and debts that, ironically, we never see the great and grand things of God's kingdom and his plan for us. We just simply are not investing in the right things. 
Nothing should come between us and our God. Nothing between us, uh, our God, our service, our relationship to Christ. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music